Welcome to Cram Bamble, a podcast about nothing Hold in particular. Up. Whoa. We've spilt something all over the podcast and I now need to mop it up. This is housekeeping. Cram Bamble housekeeping. Okay. Um, I'm just going to pull the towel over myself because I'm naked. Oh, God. Why? Why are you doing Every this Every time naked? housekeeping comes in, I'm naked. It, this always happens, guys. Always happens. No, no, no. Leave that bin alone. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'll, <laughs> I'll clean it. I'll clean it. I'll clean it. Yep, this is Cranbable Housekeeping. Just a couple of things I want to clear up. We've had a couple of emails in and I just wanted to make sure that we were covering our bases. Okay. So I mentioned last podcast about the Welvern. Yes. It has no N in it. It's Welver. Oh, how dare you? Yeah, I know. I know. I hate it when people get my name One other thing. American listeners think that biscuits are the like scones that you have with gravy. Oh, so they what well, we're just when we discuss biscuits, we mean cookies. Oh, but cookies are round and have chips in them, chocolate chips, not mm. like potato chips. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> I've just created something new in the podcast. I'm opening a cafe. <laughs> what have you? What have you created? Cookies with potato chip chips in them. That sounds disgusting. You wouldn't even eat the CCs in the chocolate. That oh, that's a thing here, guys. They brought out a chocolate bar with corn chips in it. That was ridiculous. It Why was would you do that? delicious. Banish that to an alternate dimension. They a hell did. Dimension. They did. It's now maybe discontinued. Maybe that's where it came from. I enjoyed it immensely. Ugh, they should have product recalled that and the fact that it was terrible. Ugh. Nacho chocolate. Oh, it's nacho so chocolate. <laughs> oh my goodness. So anyway, so yes, when we say biscuits, we mean cookies. Cookies. But that's because we were colonized by the British. Oh. And that's why I asked Taz that this morning. I said, hey, Taz, you're, you're Australian. When were we colonized so I can actually give some sort of well, history? I wasn't here that particular <laughs> decade. I was over in the uh, Siberian steppes and it was, it was cold that particular well, decade. Well, your genetic material was. Yes. Let's go with that. My genetic material. Because you're, what, 400 years old? Oh, that thank you. That explains a lot. Thank you. That's the nicest thing you've said to me all day. <laughs> My name's Taz. And I'm Kirsten. And we're going to be talking about biscuits for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Insert crunch sound here in editing and continue. <laughs> Excellent. We do love biscuits. So, yes, this is our Supernatural Bizarre Weird podcast where we also talk about biscuits. Science fiction too, technically. So, I was thinking, yes. we know how we asked our listeners to send in their big pics. Yes. Well. Did they go horribly wrong? I haven't checked the email for fear. No, 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 no. It's all good. Okay. But some have got very creative and combined our topics together. So they've made ghost biscuits, which were quite cute. I like ghost them. biscuits. Yeah. Please send me the recipes too, if you make something particularly amazing. How do you make a ghost biscuit? Oh, they just cut them out into ghost shapes and then put some white icing oh, on them. They were very, very cute. I thought maybe they'd like reduced the translucence of an image and made it kind of see through. <laughs> I put too much thought into that. Too much thought. Or oh, they killed the biscuits. How do you kill a biscuit? Oh, you've got to first bring it to life, like yes. the gingerbread man, and then <gasps> kill it. Yes. And then kill it. And then it has unfinished business and its soul remains here. The unfinished biscuit. Bound to cookie jar <laughs> for all eternity. And then you can take po photos of it and people will be like, nah, that's fake. Yeah. But then when you run an EMF over it, it goes, wee! Or whatever sound your EMF makes. That was another topic I wanted to bring up in this yes. podcast. Was that... We need to start seriously thinking about uh, some sort of Kickstarter or Patreon because I want one of those EMF readers. We could probably make one out of a toaster. No. Yeah, okay. When 
Taz inevitably electrocutes himself and I have to pay yes. for his medical bills. <laughs> Guys, yes. I'm going to need some help here. Yes. I'm going to make an EMF. No, Wait. don't make it yourself. But no. no, we need other d- gear. Come on, if guys, if you want us to go and investigate places and show you some real hard evidence, we're going to need some help. We are. So, yes. Send your toasters. No, Podcast at gmail.com. You can't send physical objects to an email address. Damn it. <laughs> You're going to leave that pause in. I need a new toaster. Yeah, I'm going to leave that post in. That post. My brain's not working. Oh, dear. I can tell. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm thinking about ghost cookies and toasters. And All right. My well, on wondering- the topic of ghosts. Yes. Do you remember a little while ago, we discussed a particular Japanese ghost. Yes. Known as Yokai. Yokai. Yeah. The one that was for people who um, did something very dishonorable. Like running away from a battle and then they had that ghost attached to themselves and- Oh, the one clawing their neck? Is it the one? It didn't even claw them. All it did was hang on its shirt lapels. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but it gave them a tremendous sense of doom and foreboding yes. all the time. Yes. Well, I was looking into that, mm. and apparently, not can, not can not only can ghosts uh, attach themselves to places because yes. we've heard of haunted houses, yes. but they can attach themselves to people because there's been loads of instances where someone's lived in a haunted house, moved, and the ghosts have come with them. Gotcha. Yes. All right. So, if you're a full-on skeptic like me, who loves the idea of ghosts, very Mulder, mm. but I've seen no evidence of it, oh, that's a and shame. I am quite skeptical. But what I'm saying is, let's say, because I've never seen anything, I could have a ridiculous amount of attached ghosts, and I would have no idea because I'm so skeptical and I don't have that second sight and can see them. So, do I have like a conga line of ghosts? And are they sort of battling it out? And then I was thinking with possession, mm. maybe the ones that go crazy and do all the climbing up walls and saying horrible things about priests' mothers. Yes. Maybe that's a double possession and they're battling it out inside the person. Oh, like a three stooges effect inside the, the body of the person that's being possessed. Yeah. Like it's oh no, this goodness. is mine. This is mine. And that's why you get so many different voices. That makes sense. And the speaking in tongues. That makes sense. Why you have erratic behavior and they'll chop and change and sometimes they're really sweet and then sometimes they're, yeah, climbing up walls and shooting ink. Oh, yes, the ink. The, the, ink. <laughs> the ink shooter. The ink shooter. But no, I just could not get over the idea of me having a conga line of ghosts and they're all getting on really well together. Like, that, 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 hey. Conga line of ghosts. <laughs> Good God almighty. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I've, 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 I've personally heard stories. Um, a friend of mine is, I'm just trying not to mention people's names on the podcast. My friend who's interested in cars Make and games. Make up a name. Bob. Oh, why? That's the name of Bigfoot. Come on. You've got a bit more imagination. Anyway, so Ian. It, this Ian, Ian's ex-girlfriend, uh-huh. her family uh, moved into a house that they definitely believed was haunted so they got the heck out of there smart people yep um but it followed one Ah. it followed one of them to the new house see this happens a lot i've been watching that new netflix series called haunted and that happened there as well the lady in white followed this poor man yeah yeah i mean there are particular spirits that will piggyback specifically if they're not locked into a certain location and i think it's always i mean everyone kind of resonates their own frequency and so houses will have like frequencies as well. Oh, that is so sweet. That sounds very much like the live your own bliss, you know. I 
I resonate with my own frequency. Well, everyone does resonate with their frequency. <laughs> it just sounds so new age. Well, everyone physically does okay. resonate a frequency and all objects have a frequency that they resonate at, which is why you can shatter certain things with certain sounds at certain frequencies because they match up. Okay. So everyone has a particular frequency and buildings do too. Yeah. Um, here's a fun fact for anyone at home. If you put your ear against the wall in your house and you do not hear a vibration or hum, you have a ghost. Because what? Because the opposite frequency of a ghost that doesn't have a physical form that is operating purely on fe- frequency counteracts the frequency of the house. So every time I've gone to someone's house and they're like, oh, we've got a ghost here, all you have to do is put your head against a wall and everything will have like a natural hum that you can feel and you'll kind you of know, wonder. Like the fridge and stuff. Like the electricity. Yeah. You kind of get that weird hum. If there is absolutely nothing running through the house, then you have spirit or spirits in the house. Because they counteract that level of frequency. Because it, 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 um, yeah, it, it kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? It clashes. Yeah. Kind of clashes and negates. Um, no, like, I- like magnetic polarities. Yeah. So uh, that's a fun Which fact. Which actually repels or attracts, but either way. It was a very bad example. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It has like that that frequency of that pitch, and that's that's an easy way you can tell. It's harder with larger public buildings because they're all made of smaller sections. Because everything that is built at a different time has a different frequency because the materials that are being used change. Oh, is that why when that mad woman built that house in America, the Winchester house, the Winchester house, yeah. that's oh, she was trying because to- they're constantly adding on, and they got different frequencies because she was bringing in things for particular people that had been killed or died because the ghosts that were talking to her, which is why they were giving her instructions on things to build because things had to be at a certain frequency for them to operate within. Whoa, yeah, mind blown. Fun fact. Um, have you ever heard our walls? Do we are we haunted? No, we got nothing here. Ah, yeah. ah, that's good. Yeah. I think, and I think haunted is also, it's very specific. So something doesn't haunt something so much as, like haunting I think is when someone um, breaks the, I don't know, the monotony of a house. So if you see, because I used to live in a house that had an old man's spirit in it. Uh-huh. Um, and he didn't haunt. Like he, he was never hanging around or being doing anything. The house wasn't haunted. How'd you know he was there? Because uh, you'd see him down near the bathroom end from the corner of your oh, eye. You, okay. Yeah, he was a tall guy about- Oh, so he never moved anything or created any disruptions? No, nope. nope. we never had anything nasty like that. So you that. just saw him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, my brother woke up once in the night and he was kind of just standing in the room, looking down at him, smiling. And he was like, oh, there was an old man. I was like, oh, that's the ghost. And my mom's like, oh yeah, the old dude down the end. Oh, that's- Yeah. Yeah. So I think haunted, haunted definitely has the connotation of something that is a little bit more, I don't know, active, like something that's kind of pushing against that boundary. Mm. Um. So, yeah, I've, I've lived in a couple of houses that have had, like, spirits or frequencies attached. Or, you know, if you, if you subscribe to the theory that it's a, a blending or a breaking down of walls between dimensions, maybe it's that thing as well. Which is why, if the house doesn't hum, if it was an um, alternate dimension kind of thing, it's because you have a gap that's siphoning that frequency. Ah. So whichever way you choose. So I don't know which of the two it is. Like I, I like both. I like both. As a theory, yeah. I like both theories. I like the whole that it's a continuation of your physical form because everyone likes the, the concept of not dying and then turning to nothing because, you know. I just couldn't imagine. I think it would be the most depressing thing in the world to be trapped in a house your whole death for eternity. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, I, 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 I would wonder what it's like for, for people like that. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of movies and stories kind of say that they're not even really aware that they're dead. 
So they're just kind of living in that memory and it's the frequency of the memory. Do you reckon they've, they've got like Alzheimer's? So like every day is new for them? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. And yeah. that's why people or spirits that are more aggressive and start acting out, um, they may be aware of it. And that's why they're getting angry. They're trying to push out of that, out yeah. of that bubble. Have you noticed that they, I think they also thrive on fear because they escalate. It's always just. Emotions. It's yeah. always just, yeah, I've moved a plate today and then in four weeks' times when there's clawing people in their sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's that attention that you pay to them as well. Ah. Um, because- And to me, that doesn't really hold with the alternate dimension thing. I mean, if they're phasing in and out- well, I mean, it could be- Why like would that, they be interacting with people in another dimension? Like that episode of um, Fringe, where it's- they think it's a ghost of their dead husband slash wife because it's the same couple on two sides of the different universes. Yep. That think it's the ghost of their dead partner, but they're essentially just on opposite sides of like the universal kind of barrier line. And so they're interacting with one another. And so the person who's knocking over a plate in the kitchen that you're freaking out and screaming thinking it's a ghost is poor old, you know, Joe knocking a plate off in his universe. That you're then responding to and screaming. So he looks up and all he sees is a woman in a bathrobe going, ah, and he's like, ah. Oh my God, they're double haunting each other. That's hilarious. Yeah, so if it's like that kind of, uh, that, that, that bridging. But then what between- about the crazy ghosts that sort of crawl across the floor? I mean, I doubt there's someone in another alternate universe That's going, f- I'm going to make sure that I look as creepy as possible with a broken neck. In an alternate universe, your house is a performing arts theater. Oh gosh, that seems to, a lot of performing arts in that dimension. And it's Lucy in her third of the four years of performing arts that she's going to get a Bachelor of Arts performing arts. And she's like, I'm going to get a job with this and then on the fifth year she doesn't get a job but she's really angry and starts throwing plates around right mystery solved uh-huh eat okay. your heart out ghostbusters i figured it out but i was just thinking about yeah they all seem quite malevolent like but i suppose the the nice ghost is not going to be reported people go yeah whatever yeah I, I i prefer the ghost theory out of the um out of the two like the alternate dimension it just makes more sense i think the alternate dimension is something that we can swallow more because it it leans on science fiction, but because it's it's science fiction, it's closer to our perspective of reality. It's yep. like, oh, science fiction is just stuff we haven't figured out yet. Yeah. Um, and even the smartest people in the world, like Elon Musk and Stephen Hawking and things, they all believed in alternate dimensions. Yeah. Well, I, I do too, but I mean, the two, I think the two can coexist. Yeah. I mean, I can say I believe in it too, but I'm dumb as a post. Those guys were geniuses. And if they believe in it, I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it feels more validated. Yeah, it really does. You're like, they've got more stuff in their brain meats. Yeah. It's probably right. Yep. Yeah. Mine's just got like a monkey on a tricycle. Whee! <laughs> Monkeys on tricycles are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I would, I would, um, I'd love to be a ghost when I die. I would love to haunt some fools. Oh man. I just think I'd get bored. And maybe that's part of the escalation too. Be like, mm, let's see if I can do this. Oh, or maybe it's also the manifestation of their powers as well. It's like, mm. I can only tip over a can today. But, you know. Like the angry guy on the subway and Ghost, where he's like, you got to feel it in your gut. And he's like teaching him yeah. Patrick Swayze how to knock the can off the bin. Yep. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, Patrick Swayze passed away. Rip, Patrick Swayze. Rip. You're a cool dude. I don't know him personally. <laughs> Neither do I. You but know, he's got it. Do you remember we were talking about celebrities? Yes. And whether or not they were probably either sort Who's of- Who's most likely to be like a deal with the devil kind of person? Yep. Deal with the devil or possessed Ed or- Ed Sheeran, yeah. 
called yep. that one. Yeah, I really did call that one. But I think Elon Musk as well. Like, absolutely. He is too smart. But he's smart enough that he worded his deal correctly. He didn't fudge it. Yeah, no, he was smart like, enough oh, this, to this, word this, his this, deal. This. Yep. And then Lucifer was like, damn, man, okay, deal. Do you think Hawkins had a succubus much like- um, Ooh. Because, yeah, draving his life force seems pretty- That's- On a- point. Or- Huh? He was a changeling. Go on. So, in uh, Irish and Scottish mythology, uh, a changeling would be something that um, the fae or wee folk would replace your child with, and they were often uh, deformed or misshapen or had some sort of physical ailment or issue. Mm -hmm. And a lot of theories were that it was essentially the fae folk were stealing your baby and replacing it with one of their elderly fae. So they could have a relaxed life where the humans would just feed it and kind of raise it as their own. It could have like a nice retirement. Oh Stephen my God, Hawking who talks about black holes retirement. and alternate dimensions. Yeah. And he's like, I got a sweet chair. He's Faye. Yep. He reached his tenure in Faye University. And he's like, all right, this is the plan, guys. This is how I want to go out. And like, we're going to swap me kid. out. Yep. Swap me out. I'm going to tell some people some weird stuff they're not going to understand until like 30 or 40 years later. Yep. And then when my physical body dies, slingshot back to the fey realm. Nice. Whing! Nice. Um, it does remind me of that uh, Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. That one particular god who was thrown down by Hera, her son. Hephaestus. Yep. The blacksmith. Who ended up just being... Amazing. The best. Yeah. yeah. I don't know a lot about Hephaestus. I think you and Charlie read most about it, but I really liked the the concept of I it. I did have Stephen Fry's book to help me. And yes. him narrating. Ah, oh, if oh, you yeah. ever want to learn anything, just get Stephen Fry to tell it to you. Have you read both of them or listened to both of them? Mythos and Heroes or just I haven't heroes? done Heroes yet. I've only okay. done Mythos. So Mythos was about the gods and then Heroes, yep. I'm guessing, is going to be like Achilles and Troy and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So look, yeah. So look forward to me dropping those in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> peppering those I love the mythology in general. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, look, it ties in with our theme, so I feel like it's okay. Yeah, as long as you don't use the, the stuff that's overused. I mean, that's the problem. I love Norse mythology, but it is so oversaturated in pop culture at the moment. I just want to take a step back from it and chill. Like I have noticed that we've really, yeah, we've stopped referencing it. Yeah. It Although we, I think we did talk about Jormungard the other day. Jormungard's pretty cool, though. Yep. And yeah. And that, that's not referenced enough. I think that's kind of amazing. Yeah, I think we humans- we like to focus more on the, the humanesque characters, which is why the gods we kind of we can relate with, even though they're gods, they still kind of have, you know, ten digits on their arms and ten digits on their feet and we go, Oh, well, we're the same. And I think that's why I'm more attracted to the cryptids and the aliens and the, mm-hmm. because they are so unlike humans, I find them fascinating. Yeah. Like the more unlike us they are, because humans are boring. Yeah. There's a reason they're called the mundane. Yes. Yep. Because they are. They are. <laughs> but not you, dear listener. You are fascinating. I, um, so I bought a lot of books about cryptids and things and I was trying to research it. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's quite difficult to get like a proper description. And I, I, this might be a bit of a jump, but I was reading ages ago a fantasy novel and the character in it was trying to read up on an ancient godly race called the Elderlings. And so he had all these books and scrolls that he had about them and he could never find a proper description of what they look like. Mm. And it was frustrating him and he was talking to someone about it. You know, when like the smart character talks to like a a regular character and the regular character gives them like, you know, regular Joe wisdom that you would never think to look at because you're always looking at the most insane, you know, intellectual answer. But the simple guy goes, oh, it's because of this. And you're like, that makes so much sense. 
Oh, it's a bit like that proverb, you know, if you hear hoof, hoof beats, don't look for zebras. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is funny that you say that. Oh. Because this character says to him, well, how many books do you read nowadays that describe what a horse looks like? Oh, it's so ev- commonplace. It's so they commonplace. Bother. Why would we describe what a horse looks like? Everybody knows what a horse looks like. Everybody knew what the elderlings looked like. Why would you describe it in a book? You would just reference them. The elderlings did this. The elderlings did that. So maybe, and there's a theory, there's a conspiracy theory that you've probably read about uh, that the the church changed what year we are in. So yes. they could have the Pope in on the year 1000, was it? Yeah. Year yep. 1000. So we're missing like 300 years. That's not a theory. That's true. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Proven. Uh, so what if a lot of these creatures that we're kind of like, oh, you know, do they exist? Right, right. It's, they were so commonplace that we would never write down what they look like. It's just normal. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, I just had a funny anecdote that I had to remember. Shoot. Is, um, I think it was Samuel Johnson wrote the first dictionary. Oh, okay. Um, no, it's, it just goes with this because he put in, there was so many things he didn't bother putting in because he's like, oh, it's dumb. Yeah, yeah. Why would you put that in? Yeah. But he did socks and the description was an article of clothing you put on before shoes. Like that was it. That was the entire entry. Yeah. <laughs> like he didn't describe what they looked like because everybody knows what socks are. I just thought that tied in really beautifully there. A thousand years from now, we've evolved. We don't have feet. We've got little nubbins. We don't wear shoes. People and they're like, are going to go, what is what's a, a shoe? sock? Yeah, what's yeah. A shoe? What's a sock? Why what do we have th- nubbins? That's so gross. Because we get uh, access to technology that allows us to levitate. Or we live in space and we don't need feet. And so we start oh, devolving and losing Do you think we get those feet? real shriveled legs? Because at one point they will be. Like They're not just going to disappear overnight. So we'd have these real gangly shriveled legs. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, however long it takes for that evolution. I think that was one from the X-Files. There was a conjoined twin that used Ooh. to escape from the other twin's body at Ooh. night and kill people. Ooh. But its legs were so atrophied, it could only walk crawl on its front legs. It was the creepiest episode oh, ever. The original X-Files, like the first two seasons, used to do that and make you freak out until they started getting too deep into the whole, look how smart we are. And it was just stuff that was like... Eh. Oh, I love the original one. Oh, the original I love ones. They're stuff. all original, but I yeah, love the, like the, the first the earlier ones. episodes where oh, they were just so like good. pushing that. Yeah, that was a particularly good one because um, they went to like a freak show, a sideshow freak show. So there's Mulder going, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. And Scully going, oh, they, they're suffering from this and it's they're this. suffering from this. That's a horse fetus. <laughs> That's a cow fetus. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, no, the, the creepy conjoined twin that used to detach at night. Twins. Oh. No, thank you. What if mm. Sasquatch? Uh-huh. Bigfoot. Yep. Conjoined twins. Uh huh. Separated. At both. Yep. Gotcha. And they've both gone their separate ways. Uh huh. That's going nowhere. I was going to say, now, where is this going? Now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, hmm. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. They'd have a big scar. Well, we haven't had a chance to examine them yet, so we don't know. Maybe mm. they do. That's true. That is true. Maybe they do. What if it's mm. like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? And one of them is really awful and the other one's really nice. And it's he's like, oh, I can't kill you. You're my brother. But you are doing awful things. So he tries to thwart him, you know, 
Sherlock Holmes style. He doesn't want to kill his nemesis. I was going more that it's the same creature. And then if it has like a, oh, a mental <laughs> episode. Dr. Jekyll. And- if yeah. it has like a mental episode, it turns into the other one's like, and goes off like knocking things over. It's got PTSD from the alien war. <laughs> it does. That's fair. Do you think Baba Yaga and uh, Sasquatch go to meetings? Oh, they live in different areas, though. That is a show. That's a show. Yep. So, just letting you guys know, this is the part where Curse and I spent the next 25 minutes trying to think of a name for a sitcom about gods and demons with PTSD talking about their feelings and came up with absolutely nothing. So, I went ahead and cut that out for you because it was quite boring. You're welcome. Okay, here's my gripe before we end the episode. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, we've been looking at, like, cool haunted places to go check out. Yeah. We want to go look at these things because we were talking this, about this a lot more. And you showed me something on one of those Facebook pages that they have, like, ghost tours between the hours of 7 and 9 p.m. in the course of, like, the next month. They're like, oh, three nights a week. We're going to do it. The sun doesn't go down till 9.30 here now. I knew you were going to bring up the It doesn't go down until 9.30. What kind of chicken shit tour guide is taking people into, quote unquote, the spookiest and most haunted places in Melbourne when the sun's up? Yeah, that needs to be a nighttime tour. Why are they doing it? That's disappointing. That's disappointing. On that note, this has been Cram Bamble. My name's Taz. And I'm Kirsten. And don't forget to send in your big pics, your big recipes as well. I was going to call them cookie shots and then realize that does not sound good. Canon cookie shots. <laughs> send us your cookie shots, peeps. Your big pics and your cookie shots. <laughs> Bye. Bye.